0: listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates thanks to concordia university wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon joining me in studio mike fisher he's senior gift planning advocate for lcms mission advancement mike welcome back to the coffee hour thank you it's been a little while since we've chatted. good to have you back in studio have you here in town and have some time to chat
1: yes beautiful weather
0: Also from Mission Advancement, Mark Hoffman, he's the Executive Director for LCMS Mission Advancement. Mark, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. It's good to have you here in studio as well. I think last time that we got to to see each other really was at LCMS Convention. Even though we work in the same building, we probably pass each other in the hallway, but having a chance to sit down and chat is always great. So thanks for spending some time with me here on the Coffee Hour. Pleased to be here. (laughs) For our listeners that aren't familiar with LCMS Mission Advancement, what is LCMS Mission Advancement?
2: Mission Advancement is one of the five programmatic units of the national office here in St. Louis. The other four are International Mission, National Mission, Pastoral Education, and LCMS Communications. And Mission Advancement is the programmatic unit that is the interface or the connecting point between people and organizations, groups within the Synod, to the Synod's national and international work around the world. And we're there to uh, connect them and also take care of them to make sure that in response to their love and their prayers and their generosity that they receive uh, meaning and value back from the Synod for that partnership. So as you talk about prayers and
0: generosity and caring for them, paint a picture for me, what does that look like Caring for the people who who love the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and the work that the LCMS does around the world, and and support that with prayers and generosity.
2: Yeah, I I like to go to Philippians four, and Mike's heard this several times already, but Paul paints a wonderful picture of that in Philippians chapter four, in that passage where he talks about the most important thing being knowing Christ. And then he says this kind of strange sentence. He says, not that I seek the gift, I seek the fruit that increases to your credit, because the Philippians had been touched by the gospel, they, they were felt loved by Jesus, and then by the power of the Holy Spirit, they responded by supporting Paul in his missionary journeys. And that's what we see happening in the church, is the gospel touches people's hearts and they want others to know about Jesus. And so how do you care for them? You you really want to focus on, we want to focus Focus on the fruit that comes back, and that fruit tends to be seen in things like a deeper and more vibrant faith and a desire to be more personally connected with gospel proclamation work and the care of church workers and all kinds of things that are unique to the church so mission advancement is going to be spending a lot of time listening to what people's needs are and what their expectations are and what their hopes are for when they give that gets us into this question about how do we serve them from the very first time that they feel a personal connection to that work until perhaps even the moment where God calls them to be with himself. And Mission Advancement is, is structuring itself to take care of people all along that continuum.
0: We're going to talk about gift planning today. Mike's going to share with us what gift planning means and, and why that's an important part of the work of LCMS Mission Advancement.
2: Why, why, does, why does Mission Advancement now offer and promote gift planning? The answer to that is we respond and we are, we are seeing joy increase in the church. We're seeing people who they've been involved in personally supporting missionaries and mission work and the formation of pastors, and their joy is increasing, their faith is increasing, and then a strange thing happens. They begin to ask some very specific questions having to do with this thing called gift planning. So we are responding to what, the church people in the church are are saying to us and what they're asking us for and that's why we have someone like Mike and uh, our other gift planning advocate uh serving them to help them work through those questions that God puts on their heart
0: so Mike what is
2: gift planning
1: I am glad you asked <laughs> Uh, Gift planning is sometimes misunderstood. Uh, Probably most people understand the term estate planning, Mm -hmm. having a will put in place or in some circumstances having a living trust along with a will. Mm -hmm. Gift planning also involves associated documents uh, where people need to... Plan for situations that may occur in their life where they may be incapacitated or not able to handle their affairs. And that's why we also talk about powers of attorney or medical directives. But gift planning is from a scriptural and spiritual aspect, talking about giving. And giving first starts with God, what all He has given us. Greatest gift being faith, but then all our temporal blessings too. And it takes some planning. to to determine how that can be best used. So you have gift planning taking case of, or the situation of an estate plan. But within estate plan, some people have a planned gift. A planned gift is a specific instrument or specific process where a gift may be made to various ministries or a ministry.
0: So tell me more about that. Tell me more about a planned gift and what that you said that might be to a specific ministry, or tell me a little bit more about what that means be
1: happy to. Dear friends of mine, going back years ago when I was exec of one of our Lutheran high schools, got to know him well. Unfortunately, God took him home, although fortunately for him, this past end of January. But he reached out to me, he and his wife, Bill and Janice, and they're featured on our website talking about gift planning. They set up a process with their IRA to make quarterly distributions from their IRA Two ministries within Senate. And that is called a qualified charitable distribution. Instead of receiving their required distributions because they're over the age of 73, they just had their administrator redirect those in the required distributions to ministry. And we here in Senate took those to give to various departments of what we do here in Senate.
0: I think last time we met, we talked a little bit about this. Yes. I, I remember those terms coming up. So. <laughs>
1: yes. It is something that really has come onto the scene mm-hmm. within the last four to five years. Some people may know the term Secure Act 1, Secure Act 2.0. That's where Congress and the IRS have allowed for this type of stipulation to occur, where people can give from their IRAs instead of taking the money to themselves and get a few extra benefits. Mm-hmm. Probably the greatest benefits in that ministry is supported right away.
0: Well, that, that that's a very creative mm-hmm. approach too. If, if you are blessed with the, the gift of an IRA that, that you don't necessarily need to depend on and want to use that to gift and support ministries, wh- what a creative way to, to go about that.
1: There is an estimate right now, Andy, that in America we have 11 trillion, that's with a T, 11 trillion dollars in IRA assets. And I would suspect that the number of our people in Synod are close to that age bracket of 73 or even over. And as you said, if they don't need that income and they're charitably minded, obviously if they don't itemize, it's a great double benefit.
0: So that you, you shared that as a great example of a planned gift. Are there other examples of a planned gift that would yes, there that is. come to mind?
1: Um, let me give you another example. Mary and Roy, the last name deleted purposely, in Iowa, who are farmers. And they have been wonderfully blessed with crops over the last few years. And so with his crib corn that he stores in a bin, he has taken those on days where he monitors the market real well. He takes it to the local elevator and sells it. But he deeds it over to us or to the LCMS Foundation with whom we work closely. And that then is transferred into cash and given to ministry. And so I got an email just this morning. Mary saying that they had a wonderful harvest this year and she says we're going to play it again Sam and we're going (laughs) to do that next year and uh, be prepared we'll let you know a few days in advance so that you can be prepared to get that corn
0: so there are lots of things you can do with corn there are some creative things you can do with corn but one of them certainly is supporting ministry
1: exactly (laughs) and that's not (laughs) corning
0: that was a good one I like that Uh, (laughs) Mark, what what guides Mission Advancement in serving synod contributors through gift planning? Well
2: I think what guides us most is a love for Jesus. That we we are so blessed to be able to work with people in the LCMS who love their Lord and they want others to know him as well. And they will they will do what a friend of mine says is a not normal act, and that is they'll sacrifice sort of earthly comfort you know i can keep my stuff thinking that's going to give me hope and peace and and security but they sacrifice that knowing that their future is in god's hands and they sacrifice then so that others can hear the gospel and it it happens over and over and over where we see that that's the primary motivator so what guides us is, is a respect for what god is doing through his people I I learned a phrase from my mother who's with the Lord now, but she said, I don't argue with God. When God moves people to do things, we're, we're right there to say, we'll walk with you and help you get that done. If they have questions or they're confused about something, we will go find answers for them to make their life simple. But it really all just boils down to these are people who God has touched with the gospel and they love him and they want to serve him. And we come alongside and walk with them to do that.
0: We're talking with our friends in LCMS Mission Advancement today, learning about planned gifts and gift planning. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others. To live a life of self sacrifice in a me first world. To live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50 plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at CUW.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Today we are talking with Mike Fisher, Senior Gift Planning Advocate for LCMS Mission Advancement and Mark Hoffman, Executive Director for LCMS Mission Advancement. Uh, Mike, we've talked a little bit about what is gift planning and what is a planned gift. You've given us some good examples, painted a nice picture of that. How did LCMS Mission Advancement arrive at the, the guiding theme of Blessed to be a Blessing?
1: Well, again, it it tails in with what Mark was referencing earlier with the Philippians 4. We looked at 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, where Paul is talking to the Corinthians about their generosity, and the theme of those two passages or really chapters, particularly in chapter 9, talks about how God has blessed us so mightily. And Paul commends the Corinthians that they have been blessed so well that they are to use that blessing to be a blessing. So they have been blessed to be a blessing. And when you put those few words together, it's a great theme under which we do our work for the kingdom.
2: Anything to add to that, Mark? It's perfectly biblical, and I love it, so no. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: looking at this this picture now of gift planning where do you see lcms mission advancement gift planning in 5 years
2: well the the goal is always to be be ready be be prepared to give a response and so In five years, what I'd love to see is that Mike and our other gift planning advocate, Josh, are busy. They're responding to people who are living out that gospel calling, that we have a wonderful collaborative partnership with our friends in the LCMS Foundation because they provide certain services that that we just don't uh, provide. So there's a partnership there. And ultimately that anyone at any time who says, you know, I'd, I'd like to maybe think a little deeper, have a little bit more meaning to my giving, they would know that they could pick up a phone or, or reach out to us, and we would walk with them to get done what God is putting on their heart. And we'll share that contact information in just a little bit.
0: Now, we've talked about IRAs. We've talked about corn. Are there other ways that someone might make a, a planned gift? Well,
2: I I have oh, yeah. one that okay. just happened. We're actually thinking about telling this story in sometime in the coming several months. But there was this wonderful couple, and, and they are still living. Um, but they looked at their assets, and they said, you know, there's some things here that at, at our point in our life we're never going to need. And they asked uh, our team, you know, can, can we do something special with this for the Lord? And what they actually ended up doing was creating an invested fund that is going to give for them after the Lord calls them home. And they took those assets while they're living, and they they invested them with the with the LCMS Foundation, and that's going to generate an annual gift on their behalf until Jesus comes back. And I I am just stunned when people are are thinking at a level like that that there's there's a longevity and a sustainability and a vision for the
1: future. And so that's one example I wanted to share. Mike, you probably have another one. Well, another one that pops into mind, and I call her my adopted mother. It was back in the 90s when I first started in gift planning with uh, the LCMS Foundation at the time. I did uh, some work with this couple, and Everett and Elvina in california childless and everett said mike you know i invest in real estate and he bought a bunch over years rental properties and he says mike you need to go into real estate because god doesn't create any more earth you know but god took everett home about 15 years 16 years ago now and elvina has been a widow for a while and it was about pre-covid in fact, right at the start of COVID, she became very ill. We didn't know if we would lose her or not. And so she reached out to me and we, we made a number of arrangements for her and her care. And we updated her estate plan or, as we as I said earlier, gift plan. And she was barely able to get up from the kitchen table when I was starting to leave. And I said, Elvina, you don't need to leave. You know, you've been such a blessing, and appreciate having the privilege to serve you. And she just looked up at me and she said, "Mike, I just want people to know Jesus." And it's that theme, that that phrase that just has targeted my heart ever since. That. Whenever I, I see Elvina, I said, we're still working on having people see Jesus, aren't we? And she just has that big grin, and she's featured on our website too. But it's people like Elvina that just, you come away feeling far better than the many times they tell you, you have helped me so much. You know, God put you here at that certain time, but it's mm-hmm. it's God's people responding to grace to, to then help support furthering that grace of the kingdom. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks be to God for Use those hearts that. that are that are changed by the gospel and ready to to respond and 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 to serve in that way. I want to come back to something, Mark, that you mentioned a little bit, and and either of you can can chime in on this. An invested gift. Tell us a little bit more about what is an invested gift.
2: Well, an invested gift is going to take a portion of what God has entrusted to us. And it could be, for example, IRA assets, you know, or it could be land, it could be a savings account. And instead of then just spending that out immediately, that gift is actually put to work in the market and it generates income. It generates dividends and interest and gains and things like that. And the law allows then that revenue stream that comes off of that investment to be used for ministry now you don't touch the gift the gift is always there it's working Mm -hmm. to generate income but the income then that's earned goes to do ministry so for example you could set up an invested fund or an endowment to support KFUO, and the income stream off of that would just continue to support KFUO year after year after year until the lord comes back and so you take this small piece of what god has given us and then over time what it 's earning actually becomes more than what the original gift was, and that 's what we call an invested gift
0: very good i 'm so glad you used the word endowment that 's what I was thinking, mm-hmm. so it functions in that way correct. so correct. there 's a an amount that 's invested, and the proceeds from that continue yeah, to-, to
2: correct and there are people that say, well endowment just is money that 's sitting there. no, that money is being put to work mm-hmm. and it 's working to earn an income that then goes to support ministry. Mm-hmm.
1: What is an added benefit to that endowment is a lot of our folk are getting up there in years, and I know I'm working with staff here at KFUO uh, to see what we can do with your anniversary that you're looking forward to coming up here next year. In fact, I believe it's starting the end of this year. And the endowment is a way where people who have been so faithful supporting KFUO or any other ministry of synod, where when God calls them home, they could fund it, as Mark said, while they're alive, but they can also add to it or create the endowment from their estate to continue the giving that they have been doing while they were alive. And so that is a nice thing to continue the, the great ministry that a number of our our service organizations do. And those kinds of gifts then require some planning. You don't
2: just wake up one morning and mm. make it happen. they do require some conversation to ensure that that's going to work correctly.
0: We've, we've talked about gift planning. Is there a particular area of, of gift planning that is uh, an area of focus for
1: you, Mike? Well, it referenced earlier with the IRA, with that amount of assets in, in America, and the government, both the feds and the state, in most states, are waiting for that distribution to occur. When that distribution occurs, they'll get their taxes and if you are still an itemizer that is a great way to not allow that to to be taxed by having that distributed upon your death to ministry while you're alive most of our friends are not itemizers and yet they still want to have that gift go to ministry and if they as you said earlier Andy do not need the income it's, it's a great way where you get the double benefit, the standard deduction, not to get into the weeds, but then you also be able to have that gift come straight to ministry. How can
0: we learn more about connecting with Mission Advancement, the opportunities to give? How can we learn more about
2: that? Well, we have a, a thing we call the donor care line or the contributor care line. It's toll-free 800 or 888. 888- That's a very easy way to get connected. And then Mike has actually some special connecting points with – go ahead and give them the website
1: and the email. It's gift legacy – well, we call it gift legacy. But if you go to the LCMS website and you look at the button at the top, donate Mm – scroll down when you touch that donate button and you'll see gift planning, click on gift planning. And we have a plethora of material and information, stories, some which I recounted today, Mm -hmm. of people that have made use of gift planning. And then you can always contact our gift planning coordinator, Kate Ellis, at 314-996-1680. Very good. So if I want to,
0: maybe I'm not sure what I want to do. (laughs) Maybe I just want to learn more about what the options are and I'm I'm not ready to commit to a plan yet. What's the, what would happen if I were to reach out and say, I I just want to learn more. I really am not ready to commit to something yet. I want to learn
1: more. We'd be happy to just dialogue with people, Mm -hmm. converse with them where they're at. Again, we are not used car salespeople. (laughs) We ask questions as to what people's passions are. We want to see where the spirit is driving people. And then that's where we we let it lie if, if necessary. If people want more, we're ready to assist and provide insight.
0: So if you go to the LCMS.org page and hover over the little Donate Heart there, there are lots of options. You can click on that, and it'll walk you through. It gets you all kinds of information on, right. on next steps and what you can do to learn more. Yeah, and
1: right. one of them is gift planning, where uh-huh. that really gets into the, the details of all the things that gift planning can offer.
2: Mark, were you going to add something there? Well, what I would say is someone who's just kind of curious, you can do that at arm's length through the website Mm 24-7, but for somebody who really wants to have a conversation without making any commitment, that's why we have Mike and Josh and Kate there. And what you're going to find is that we're just going to do an awful lot of asking questions and listening before anything gets brought up. It's a it's an environment that is highly personal. It's There's no one size that fits everyone. And so the best thing people can do is either just explore, root around the website, or give us a call and, and have a conversation with Mike or Josh or Kate. Very good. Can we do that phone number again? 888-930-4438. And when you call the toll-free number, the person who answers will connect you initially to Kate, and then Kate will take it to the next appropriate step when it's time.
0: Very good. Thank you both for spending some time with me today. You've answered a lot of questions. I think I have a better picture of what gift planning looks like, what that process looks like for me and for our listener as well. Thanks so much for spending some time here in the studio. Our guest, Mike Fisher, Senior Gift Planning Advocate with LCMS Mission Advancement. Mike, thanks so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you. And Mark Hoffman, Executive Director for LCMS Mission Advancement. Mark, always a joy to have you in the studio. Thanks for being my guest. We appreciate KFUO and our listeners. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. My, my.